welcome to another video games to the max. We are on episode 135, and we are the Fisher41 Game Zone podcast. I am your host Sean Garmer. With me today, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And of course, this thing makes you put up a picture before you start the podcast, and it still doesn't work. But uh, anyway, enough about uh, technical things. So been a week yeah how how have things been going yeah fine played a few games and got the syndicate working again <laughs> yeah so you were having problems with assassin's creed syndicate working on yeah i like a few days ago i was playing it and it crashed which is you know fine it's a pc game and then it wouldn't start back up and i restarted my computer and that didn't fix it did like a whole other host of issues and that didn't work and then I finally had to down- delete it, re-download it, which is like 45 gigabytes and then reboot again and then it finally started working. Yeah, gotta love when uh, computers decide to do weird things. But and at least and it, well, it's not like I didn't play the game beforehand. Like I had 25 hours into it, so something was screwed up somewhere. <laughs> Maybe all the uh, upgrading and then downgrading and all that? No, because I did that on a different hard drive. Weird. Yeah. So you're on Windows 10 now? Yeah, I'm on Windows 10 now. Uh, I still need to try out my games to make sure they work with Windows 10, but other than this AVG thing that I have to figure out whether I'm going to take that off or not, everything's been working okay. Uh, I mean, the interface looks cool and everything. I mean, uh, to me, it's just a UI, so... <laughs> yeah. You know. I tried it, I think, the, the last day you could upgrade, because I have two hard drives, and I just put it on, like, one of them. And it, I installed the same issues as I did before. <laughs> That's weird. Like, the touchpad was still screwed up, and uh, my subwoofer on my laptop still didn't work. And I found some elaborate 15-step forum post about how to get it to work. And I was like, it's like no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do all that. Just a key one. On the flip side, uh, Killer Instinct actually ran pretty well on my computer when I tried it. Was it not running well before or something? I never tried it. I, I was kind of surprised. Because it's Windows 10 exclusive. Ah. And... Yeah, it ran pretty good. I actually, if you ever have some time, I want you to try to download it. Because, I mean, it probably won't run great on your computer. But I had a weird issue where I ran it. And you know how Killer Instinct is broken up into seasons of, like, characters? Right. I had the first season unlocked. Like, all the characters from the first season. So, like, there were, like, nine characters or eight characters. And I don't remember buying it. Maybe so, they did it for free? Well, I, I even asked uh, one of the guys at Iron Galaxy, Dave Lang, I was just like, what did they do? Like, they, is it just free for everyone on PC or what? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he was, <laughs> his quote was like, I don't know what Microsoft does anymore. And it's like, all right. <laughs> but, well, yeah, I mean, if you want a free fighting game on PC, that actually was, like plays pretty well. Killer Instinct is fine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 
I'm not too big on the finding. I mean, you can use the gamepad, right? Oh, yeah. And, well, the nice thing about Killer Instinct, it's really easy to get into. Okay, that's like, good. That's the, that's the thing that drives most people away is there's no tutorial or training mode or I mean there is but it's usually very basic. I mean this one goes pretty in depth about but it's still approachable about like what you can do and how the systems work. Ah okay, so not not too difficult then. Yeah, I mean it, it, if you really want it to be technical, you can, but it just has like a really easy like this mash out mode a mash hit buttons and cool stuff happens mode, so it's like, alright, fun. <laughs> hey, I can always go for that. Just hit buttons and see what happens. <laughs> but, uh, so what have you been playing, then? Uh, aside from that, uh, the two things I'll talk about is Tricky Towers and Marvel Heroes. <laughs> alright, I mean, Tricky Towers, one of the PS Plus free games. Yeah, I didn't know it was PS Plus, and then I, like, just found it, and I was like, because I saw videos of it, and saw people playing it. I'm like, this looks cool, and I was going to go buy it, and then it's like, oh, it's on PC, uh, uh, PS Plus. And I'm like, yay, I don't have to buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> but you basically use Tetris pieces to build a tower, a physics-based tower. Uh, and there's only three types, like three game types, but the, the main goal for two of them is just to build the tower. And it's okay. a lot of fun. So it's not a tower defense game; it's a building a tower. Yeah, and you have—I mean, there are physics involved. So if you place a piece awkwardly, it'll fall off. Or if you try to place pieces on top of that, then it doesn't work out too well. And there are power-ups, and yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially if you like Tetris. It, it doesn't play like Tetris, but you still have enough of the basic framework to. Do okay at it. <laughs> well, I will check it out for sure. I got it downloaded yesterday. Uh, yeah, I down- and- yeah, I downloaded it at like 4:20 a.m. and then I stayed up till 5 a.m. playing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're not gonna. Did you have Rebel Galaxy for the compute for PC? Yeah, for- I got it for PC already. So I mean, I'll add it to my library, but I'm not gonna download it. <laughs> right. But that's one you should play or try to get into if you can. Yeah, no, you told me that the game's pretty cool, so I will for sure check it out. I just and didn't want to. It'll play well on a, on a gamepad. That's what I played it on PC with, so. Oh, sweet. Because it's basically... Did you ever play Assassin's Creed 4 or 3? I played 4 for a little bit. Did you ever get into the naval combat? Uh, yes, I got into, like, I think that's right where I stopped, I think, is after you get into the first... That's all Rebel Galaxy is. It's basically like Assassin's Creed 4 naval combat. Oh. Only, only you're in space. <laughs> awesome. I need to that. I need to play that the next time I get. Like you even have like broadside cannons and like little like guns to take out like fighters, fighters with, and everything. So yeah. Awesome. And Marvel Heroes continues to be a weird game. <laughs> So, any uh, any new weird things about it? From Just the way the gear is distributed is really crazy to me, because you can do the story and stuff, but that doesn't net you really anything that's worth a, like a tinker's dam. Or you can just go outside to like the free-for-all area, and if you do one quest, you get 
three treasure chests full of fifty. Like each chest has fifteen gear items in it. All right. Uh, well, at least you get a lot of gear. Yeah, but a lot of it's just it. it it becomes so meaningless after even like twenty minutes of playing that it's like why why even go on? <laughs> <laughs> like there are also there are that I found there are two like go outside areas like free for all areas, and occasionally one of them will have like I think it's called like Odin's boon or something. So that's like if you. If you defeat a boss, you get an additional treasure chest full of gear. So if you do one quest, which are all multi-stage quests, by the way. Like, they're not hard, but it's just always, like, kill 50 enemies and then rescue five people and stuff like that. And it's all shared across, the like, the level. So everyone's doing it at the same time. But the minute, if you even, like, if you even do one quest, you get, like, nine treasure chests full of gear. Okay. Like, my, at current, my bank is maxed out right now because I just have so much crap that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> well, you can't buy anything? Oh, you can. Any... I mean, it just costs a lot of money. I don't know. Oh. I still, I still don't know how much it costs, like, in real-world money, but, like, in the in-game economy, it's kind of expensive, so. Fair enough. But, yeah, I got a level 42 Cyclops that I'm happy with. Sweet. Uh, so they, I'm guessing he has like a skill tree and all that. Yep. There are a lot of characters in it too. I'm kind of actually amazed about how many characters they have in it. Are they still adding characters or? I think so. Like it's still pretty, seems pretty active still. Uh, I unlocked Moon Knight and Cable like a few nights ago. Which. Oh, oh, oh Moon Knight, oh. awesome. And there are still things about the UI and just how it's built that it doesn't explain at all. <laughs> Learn as you go. Yeah, or it's like, I hope you have a fact open. or cause I, Yeah, it's just, you get all these, like, tokens that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> Should I be saving these or just selling these, or what do I do with them? <laughs> Yeah, just have some stuff. We won't ever explain what this does, but here you go. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I have been playing the same stuff as last week, so nothing. Yeah, there's not a ton out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I meant to get Telltale Batman, but I'll have to wait till in a couple days when I get paid, and then I can actually get it. I... Um, I just bought a cable modem like last night, so that's all where, my, my, where all my money went. Ah, <laughs> because uh, your your modem died, right? Or... No, my old router died, but that wasn't the reason. I just wanted a new cable modem, but so I don't have to keep paying Comcast for the one I'm renting from them. It's not uh, not a bad choice there. I mean, it's not. It's only ten dollars a month, but I've had Comcast for three years now, so that adds up. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, it's like three hundred and almost four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, and the modem I got was like one fifty. So, Eesh. well, not yeah, not bad. You paid like for less than half. It's still got got a mode. Where'd you uh, get it at Best Buy? Uh, eBay, because it was cheaper. Because at Best Buy, it's one eighty. 
So on eBay, it was 150. Still uh, move. See, but Best Buy, you would have gotten the, uh, the warranty. When it, well, but then you had to pay for the warranty. So. I mean, I could always get a warranty with this thing, too. Just go with, like, Square Trade. Ah, uh, yes. But also, it still has, it has like, a two-year warranty as it is, so. Ah, oh, not bad. Not bad. Well, uh, more... I mean, we were already talking about Telltale Batman, so I guess we should go ahead and mention that. Uh, Telltale did release a patch to supposedly fix this problem of frame rate issues with the PC, which they've had frame rate issues uh, dating back to with the PS3, 360 era, where the thing would just... Sometimes it would make you think that the game froze. It was so bad. And then all of a sudden, it would just skip to the next thing, and you're like, oh... I was about to hit the power button. All right. Uh, they are saying that it might be due to outdated drivers or people using integrated graphics cards. You're the PC person. I, do you think it's Telltale's just kind of covering for themselves? or? Uh, I think completely. They, they have had issues, like you said, they've had issues for years where their games never have worked 100% correctly. Uh, on the consoles, it's been a little more noticeable, but even on PCs, it's still been a problem. Um, let's see. I think I've seen people like on for, on the forums talk about like I only have like a 980 and it still runs like garbage. So that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Um, I haven't played it. I don't think... Well, you haven't either. Um, it seems cool, or it seems okay from the reviews I've read, like the actual game. But for the past five years, six years, they've had just... It's not been, like, 100% bad, but they've always had crops of people come up whenever the games come out that have been like, this game does not work well. Or something funky happened to it, like, later... Like, when an episode, like, later comes out. Right. Which is a shame, because, like, their games aren't that technically demanding. So That's what's what so weird. Like, what the not hell? not technically demanding. Yeah, it's like, what the hell's going on? Like, you, I mean, you can play most, most of their games are ported to the iPad, for God's sakes. So, I envision this one, too, will be too eventually. So, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Do this not, I, I actually think it's more like they just don't optimize them at all. No, yeah, I would not be surprised if that has something to do with it. Supposedly, the uh, the what should we call it? It's supposed to even take you back to like whatever their default thing is, because whatever your issues with the PC, they're saying it it creates the frame rate issue. But I mean, I don't really have the issue so much on Xbox One or PS4. Uh, they are supposed to port them to PS3 or 360. I'm sure they'll and, be uh, Yeah, and and the phones. So like you said, I'm sure those will be just like you remember them uh, with all the problems. Uh, and, and apparently this game is getting a lot of mixed reviews, too. It's not, you know, the... It's not the uh, Tales of the Borderlands or Wolf Among Us, like, totally killer first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but even those games took kind of a while to spool up. Like I, right. I don't judge any episodic game just based on like the first the first episode, right? 
because that's kind of insane to do. Because if it's, I mean, unless it's only like a two episode game, then yeah, do that. But right. this thing will be five episodes probably, like all their other games, or most mm-hmm. of them. So a lot of this episode would just be about setting things up for things on the road. Yeah, uh, I watched. I think the first fifteen minutes and the combat part where you're bat with the, you know because there's part where you're Batman and there's parts where you're Bruce Wayne and the combat part is actually really intuitive considering it's a Telltale game you know and they try to mimic the stuff in the Batman games as well as they can you know a lot more of the moving moving you or like where you have to move the to the left is the right to try to dodge, and then you have to hit the button to try to hit, you know punch or, or whatever, and you got finishing moves and stuff like that. Of course, it's all on-screen prompt, but still, I thought for what you're used to doing in a Batman game, I thought the combat looked pretty cool. The um, only issue I really have with the game, uh, even though I haven't played it, is the voice cast. Uh, like, why? Why not get Kevin Conroy to be Batman like the way he's been Batman for 30 years? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe he was was he maybe tied up in the, doing the killing joke or something at that point or I doubt it. Just... I mean, even if he was, like how long would that take? <laughs> uh, I, did they get Mark Hamill to do No. Is Joker but... even going to be in this or I haven't mentioned the Joker yet, so I don't know. But still, like, Kevin... Like, I don't know about to you, but to me and to a lot of other people, Kevin Conroy is still, like, the Batman, or... Right, yeah. It's like Mark Hamill's the Joker voice, you know? And especially now that this game is, like, taking a lot more with Bruce Wayne in it, or, like, that side, like, that'd be a lot... That'd be kind of a cool role for him to do. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that seems kind of... I guess, you know, Telltale wanted to add their own spin on everything, so uh, just in the time that I was watching, I noticed Alfred or somebody mentions to you that your parents died quite a few times. In case you I, don't, in case you never heard of <laughs> Batman before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, if there's one thing that I think a lot of people know about Batman... It's that his parents died. I mean, saying it once is okay. Saying it a bunch of times, you know, it it is what it is. Uh, I mean, hopefully you do get more with the uh, apparently what you're doing from reading reviews and stuff is that what how you decide to use Batman is how he will be perceived by. The, not only the police, because this is before Gordon is Commissioner Gordon, uh, but also the villains and the, and, and the people uh, in the actual Gotham City. So, like, your choices do sort of matter in in what you're doing with Batman and everything. So if you decide to really go in that line of almost killing someone instead of being passive, then, you know, they may see Batman as a more evil than, say, the you know, what you normally think of Batman, so. Or is there a QTE event where you can have sex with Batgirl? Oh, <laughs> I hope not, because that was, uh, I don't know that I want to watch The Killing Joke anymore after I found out about that in the, uh, 
in the actual uh, animated thing. So, oh, that's, I kind of do equate it very much similar to how uh, others are equating it, like, you know, brother and sister or father and daughter sort of well, stuff. they have had a relationship in the past, which is, right. I mean, I, honestly, I don't really care. It's just the first 20, I, I watched that film. The first 20 minutes just feel extremely clunky. Like, even without that sex scene, it's just, I think it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, what I've heard is, like, that part with Batgirl is, seems like it's totally different from the last, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, of the... well, because the part with Batgirl is all made up for this movie. Like, it's not in the comic. Why did they need to even put that in there anyway? To pad up the length? Why? Just make yeah. it a little bit cheaper. It's, it's already silly. a direct-to-film DVD. I think it's about as cheap as it's going to get. Well, I mean, like, if you're just going to make it 45 minutes, you know, I just, I don't get it. I think if you would have had a lot of critical acclaim for the movie, because it's basically the comic on movie, yeah, people would have, I think, cared a little bit more, but... You know, uh, I'll be sort of really. I'll be. I'm still interested in playing this. Uh, it's supposed to only be like two hours. Uh, I'll get like it on a, Saturday, and hopefully the next time we're talking, I will have completed it by then. So. All their episodes are like two hours, though. Some of them go on the. I think like three hour. Some of them go longer, just because they have yeah. more puzzles involved, or you just don't know what to do. But right. I mean, if you know what to do, you could blast through almost every episode of a game in two hours. I always appreciate that I can play the game quickly and it's not something I gotta sit here and spend hours doing, so appreciate that about Telltale a little bit. Uh, that being said, uh, something we can, I guess, all appreciate is that inside, well, you can, because I guess if you wanted to play it on PlayStation 4, you can. Inside is coming to PlayStation 4 on August 23rd after it sort of seemed like it was supposed to be an Xbox exclusive for, like, ever. Uh... And then all of a sudden, the exclusivity is going away in like what two months? I guess that would be. Oh, well, so. that's how long it was only exclusive for. I mean, maybe, but also Limbo was supposed to be exclusive also, and that got passed around like a bottle as well. So. Yeah, but didn't that thing take a while to be? Not yeah, exclusive? I took I think about a year, but also that was yeah. part of like the uh, Xbox Games Summer Program or whatever. Ah, uh, that's right. Back back yeah. when they actually had cool programs to do. <laughs> yeah, their summer of arcade thing was pretty awesome. I, it got worse as it went on, but yeah, certainly the quality of the games weren't as good. But it still has its moments. You know, it would be nice if they could bring that back. But they need to bring back one versus one hundred. <laughs> you like that game? It was fine. Yeah. I like trivia games, so that was fine to me. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I'm never going to play about trivia games. I mean, Did you ever play it? Or, or No, I've, the only thing I've ever played this trivia on the Xbox is the, uh, the, the scenic know games okay. when uh, they were still something. Yeah. <laughs> so those things seemed to die a quick death as soon as those like video games came out. Which yep. 
I guess uh, people figured out, well, they don't like playing board games that much. Let's do a video game, and then that died. So, the You Don't Know Jack is pretty fun, too. So. Yeah, I don't like that one as much. <laughs> you know? Just because it's really esoteric and weird. Yeah. It's like, certainly I mean, not for It has its place, to be sure. I'm not, gonna, I'm not like saying it's a bad game, but I need to be in like a mood to play that one. Understandable. Uh, well, at least uh, Final Fantasy is getting a season pass. No surprise to anybody. Uh, I'm more surprised by what doesn't get a season pass at this point. But it seems like it's only going to be $30, and actually you get like a $5 discount if you just go ahead and get the digital uh, expansion. The, uh, or the digital uh, deluxe pack, whatever the hell, for its $85 instead of paying, I guess, 90 if you buy the season pass by itself. And you're going to get an episode for every single side character, an expansion pack, a holiday pack, and a booster pack. What about the Cindy Mobile pack? <laughs> uh, you know... I guess uh, they don't want to be too misogynistic. You, you don't know about the Cindy Mobile, do you? Google no, it sometime. Thought, yeah. I'm not joking. It's like, a, it's like a really dumb skin for that car you have. Oh, so it's like the girl version of the car? Yeah, it's yeah. like yellow. It looks garish as hell. It's like, oh man. But they're going to milk this thing for as much as they can, just because they need to. Well, I mean, that would help in the uh, the whole trying to make that money that they need. So, I mean, they they need that uh, that they need to sell all those coffees. Well, if you don't sell the coffees, at least you get all the season pass people to spend thirty extra dollars. Here's a really sad thing. Now, now that I just thought about it, you get more story content with this thing than you do with Fallout Four fifty dollars season pass. Ouch. Well, you never... I mean, those things could be like an hour. Still. Well, they don't even last like an hour, those story things from... Well, there's only been one, and it lasts a long time, but you have to, like... It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) Like, it's all a separate island and stuff, so... Like, who who really cares? (laughs) I mean, there's not like an actual, like, story arc to it? No, there is, but it's just disconnected from everything else. Like, it has no impact on the actual story. Ah, okay. Like, this thing at least is tying into the story no matter how tenuously. (laughs) It's like the, uh... I think it was Mass Effect 3, the character Javik, like, wasn't in the game, but you had to buy it from the season pass, or, like, their $10 thing, and... He was he was like actually vitally important to the game. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I see what you're talking about. Eh. It almost makes it look like a freaking race car. Yeah, that's actually not bad. And then they have the uh, her little toolkit covering the one part that would actually make it look kind of bad. So, I guess actually not not a terrible thing. You go from looking like a Mercedes to a race car. So. I want it to go from a Mercedes to looking like a Ford Pinto. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll do. They'll start adding different cars that you can ride in. 
This is a this is a sweet tooth ice cream truck. This <laughs> what we always wanted. It's four dudes trying to go and get into this ice cream truck. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping the the single episodes are actually pretty good and whatnot. But I'm excited for this game. We're about what two months out, and hopefully, I just hope we're not disappointed. The only thing. I'm, uh, I should set my low expectations low at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a Final Fantasy game that kind of telegraphs it right there for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like 13 too, but then the other two were kind of disappointing. So, it is what it is. This time, they're not going to have three games to get one right. Or... So they say, wait till 15 2 comes out. <laughs> oh, please don't. That doesn't need to happen again. So you have uh, Nintendo, again, I mean, this is uh, more rumors about the NX, and MCV is claiming that they have sources saying that there will be a new Mario and new Pokemon games. I'm thinking it's going to be Pokemon Sun and Moon, just with maybe some extra stuff and better graphics, but that will come out within the launch window of the console's March 2017 launch. I mean, we've heard Miyamoto talk about they're in the process of making this new Mario. And it's been rumored for a long time that it might be a launch game for the NX and whatever. I mean, launch window would sort of make sense. I mean, it would get a lot of people to buy the NX right off the bat if you have a big Mario game. Well, that's one thing that Wii U didn't have was a big Mario game. Yeah, they pretty much gave the Wii U every other Mar- type of Mario game they possibly could, except for a 3D Mario. Which is what people want. Like, it's not just say Mario Maker is a bad game, or even Mario 3D World is a bad game, but they aren't the Mario Galaxy or, like, Mario 64 games that people really like. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, New Super Mario Bros. is fun, and all that stuff, and Super Mario and Luigi, all that, it's... It's cool, and I understood the concept of when they were doing it because they wanted you to... Oh, you have the four Wii controllers, and then you can use the gamepad to be the fifth person and all that stuff, but it didn't provide the, like, wow factor. The next, like, oh, this is what the next Mario looks like. Oh, never really got that, you know? I think it'll be a Pokemon Snap, too. I'm I'm down for that, too. Want to do Pokemon Snap? I love Pokemon Snap. 64. It it hasn't aged well, but you know, for the time, it was cool. It must be Pokemon Go with a, a camera application instead of catching uh, Pokeballs. Please no. Just just don't do it. Don't do it. Just keep those on the phone, and we'll be good. I mean, they are trying to upgrade smartphone gamers instead of trying to get you to not play PS4 and Xbox One. What does that even so, mean? <laughs> I guess they want if you don't have a system and you're only a smartphone gamer they want you to be your first system to be an NX I don't know yeah but people like it's not like people I mean young I don't think young kids are going to go from a smartphone to the NX they're going to just keep going to a smartphone huh. or they will eventually try to like get a, a PS4 or Scorpio, whatever the hell is out, because that'll have Call of Duty on it. Like, this thing is not going to have 
the types of games that like growing up kids are gonna like. But I, I, I say that I mean like teenagers will want. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing is you're not gonna have all the hit games like you said. So, I mean I guess they could just they'll have to make a different kind of version for it, which you'll have to see if Activision really sticks around to help them because you know Sega, Square Enix, Ubisoft. They kind of always help out Nintendo. You know, I'm sure Capcom will help them. I'm sure other Japanese developers might. But uh, Activision and Warner Brothers pretty much bailed. So did EA. Uh, Yeah, and EA. Other than, like, Lego. So, I mean... They're going to say that now. I think it's all about if the Nintendo NX sells, right? I mean, if it sells, then everybody's going to be wanting to make games for it. If... It doesn't, then people are gonna go. Well, we're not gonna keep wasting money making this. So we already see how the Wii U went. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't want to like totally just disparage this thing before it even comes out. Like it's possible that even though it's underpowered or whatever, people might like the gimmick of okay, I can take this anywhere and I can play a Zelda Breath of the Wild or a big Mario game on it. You know. You know, like all those other portable portable games. <laughs> well, yeah, true. But these will have better graphics than the portable games, at least. I meant, like, those games, like, unless it's built for it, Zelda game is not exactly made for mobile gaming. <laughs> and n- nothing I saw about Breath of the Wild seemed like it screamed mobile game to me. Like, mobile game to me is like five to ten minutes of playing a game. Not spend 30 minutes in this dungeon. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, what, they remade Link to the Past for the Game Boy. And then you had the two other... Mm, yeah. Like, I'm, not so saying, it, I'm, I'm not saying it won't work, but you get the, you get where I'm coming from. It's like, a lot of, like a lot of big console yeah. Nintendo games aren't great for like the mobile experience because it's just a different... Te- like, different reason why you're gaming. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, it's the scale that you get for, say, like a Wind Waker and all that kind of stuff where you're in the... sitting at home and you're watching it on the screen and going, wow, this thing is amazing and all that to where, like, the portable ones... That's sort of why you've had, like, them making those little co-op games and stuff like that for the portable because it's more about trying to get people together and it's a smaller game and things you can do really fast so yeah yep. zelda's not one for you know like hey do this for five minutes and be done like you're usually doing something for a while until the you know until you get to the next point and there have been portable zelda games before i'm not not trying to say that but they're kind of built around being mobile and that's kind of the difference <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly, like you said, you know, it's it's a different uh, way, they, I mean, but that's the thing, like, now they're going to have to, maybe they make the NX version have something that helps it, where it is more mobile-influenced or whatever, but I don't know how much they can really change it, they're trying to give you the same experience on both. I mean, you can still sit there and play it at home, so... Yeah. You know, 
I, I guess the whole point of it is to try to give you the console experience, but you can take it with you. So, and forget to and leave it like leave it on a park bench somewhere and forget it. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I'm waiting for that. That somehow somebody will sue Nintendo because their kid left it on the park bench, and they'll go, "Oh, it's Nintendo's fault that my kid left this." Three hundred dollar machine here. They, t- they take it to school and it gets k- taken away by the teacher or something. <laughs> yeah, or it gets stolen, or you know whatever. The the kid that thinks it's cool to take it to him with take the, the take it to lunch, and then they get up to do something and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for that. Uh, speaking of getting sued, uh, Niantic, Nintendo, and Pokemon Company are getting sued by. A man who named uh, Jeffrey Martyr, who says that he has had people knock on his door, wanting to go into his backyard to catch Pokemon, and it is bothering him. This man is from New Jersey. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that should tell you all you need to know right there in New Jersey. But uh, I mean, they're knocking on the door. I. You know, I guess you don't. He doesn't want them in their front yard either. But I mean, it's not like they're barging into his house and going in the backyard. If you just set up like a Wi-Fi dead zone in his backyard, <laughs> <laughs> just. But he I wants mean, five. This... He wants five million dollars too. It's like what? Yeah. Holy. Because he's like, I think it's, I think his rationale is like five people knocked and. I want a million dollars per knock. I'm just like, why don't you, why don't you try like, just sue the kid instead? Like, see how well that, see how far that'll get you in the court. I, <laughs> oh, for one, it's not illegal for them to put virtual things on people's stuff. Um, or it could just I put mean, up like a private property sign and be done with that. I mean, I mean, maybe he does have that, and people are just so stuck on their phone that they don't see it. I mean, technically, if it's a house, it is private property, so, uh, you know, that that is one of the things that they talk to a security person. I've seen interviews now where, you know, you, you will probably see, like, a nuisance charge, or they're waiting for these charges to start coming of people, like, these little neighborhoods that aren't used to having people congregate. Yeah. And you have all these people playing Pokemon Go, and they're... All these nuisance claims and loud, you know, stuff, whatever claims and, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think this stuff is silly, but, you know, there's always going to be that party pooper that doesn't like, I, I can kind of understand it on his point of view, but at the same time, they're still knocking on your door and asking. You could just put something that says, please don't. Ask about Pokemon Go. The answer is no. Like just. I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> I just don't see this going very far. Because it's the same thing. Like businesses can request. Like there's a. I think there's some kind of uh, cemetery or whatever in Japan. There's a or some kind of park that's already requested they didn't be taken off. But, like, it's a virtual thing. It's not like they're putting something that just, like, in the ground that says, here, Pokemon Gym right here. Like, 
it's all virtual. So it's not really inhibiting your your place of work, you know. It's not like they're really there. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think about uh, this guy here? Just I think he'll be left out of the court, as he should be. <laughs> I hope he is, but I can see some grouchy guy, some grouch judge being like, I don't understand this. You mean all judges? <laughs> this Pokemon Go thing. Why? They're bothering him. Let's let's charge him with something. You know. I hope it's just a comical thing. Be like, okay, please don't waste our time with this junk, and we we, we move on. That being said, there was more people pissed off because Niantic removed the Pokemon Tracker, the nearby three steps thing, and they didn't respond to people, so they got mad and started just deleting the game and everything else. And also, were uh, they got upset that Nintendo deleted PokeVision as well, which is a website that allowed people to know where the Pokemon were. You know, for me, like, I know Nintendo, you know, we both know how Nintendo is about people, you know, taking their stuff and sort of benefiting from it. And, you know, we all know the whole YouTube thing and what they did with that. I mean, you think that they sort of did the right thing, how they handled it, or are the people just making a big deal out of nothing, or... I mean, I think it's more a problem of the technical aspect. Like, I, the server's probably getting hammered, and these sites aren't helping. So anything they can do right now to, to get load off the servers, they're going to do. And it reminds me a lot of when EA, when SimCity came out, and the game was a tr- like technical mess because it was all online. So they removed Cheetah Speed from the game to make it like run better. It's like, that's messed up. <laughs> Oh, so you couldn't build the things faster? Right, like they actually removed that game option. And it was removed for like nine months or six months or whatever. Did they even say why? Technical issues, or the server issues. Because it was such an online heavy game, and the servers were so swamped that it just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, the I can understand people being upset about, you know, Niantic not saying anything for a while, and... All that, and that's I think that's fair. Uh, I think definitely you do kind of owe your player base a sort of immediate response as to why you're removing something, especially something like that, that people are used to using that to know that the Pokemon are there or whatever. Um, you know, the PokeVision thing, I can understand their point. I think I can also understand Nintendo sort of seeing it, or Niantic seeing it as uh, cheating and all that kind of stuff, but. You know, it did help people that necessarily don't have a great area to catch the Pokemon or they live in an area where the signal is terrible and they know that they can go 20 miles and they can catch certain Pokemon there. I mean, I kind of see the point of those things existing. But I guess if Nintendo is saying that it was hurting their servers, then it's whatever. But I have seen where... They're also saying that Nintendo might have made that up just so they can remove the third-party stuff. Well, they'll sell it eventually as like a first-party add-on or something. I just don't know why that wasn't there in the beginning. Like, just, hey, just in case your phone doesn't work well for this, here's a website where you can look up where the Pokemon are. 
don't know. I mean, it, to me, it's like a strategy guide, right? Like yeah, but look at like look at how well they handled the online part of Mario Maker. Like they don't know how to do the internet still. <laughs> I mean, Mario Maker is probably one of the most intuitive things that they sort of have done, right? There's but you st- parts. Yeah. yeah, you still can't search for just anything, you know. Yeah, that's where Nintendo not being good with online sort of hurts them. Is the uh, the the things that should be simple like searching, not there, right? Yeah, it's just weird sometimes. Uh, so the Pokemon e- Xbox One S has a 11% jump in performance over the Xbox One. In some uh, games. <laughs> in some games, because it uses an overclocked GPU and more bandwidth. Uh, yeah, if you have a 4K TV, I think you can notice this. If you have a regular plasma or HD TV, you're not going to notice this at all, and it's pointless for you to buy an Xbox One S if you already have an Xbox One. Well, I actually saw the teardown, and I, I'm starting to somewhat disagree with that. Because there is one thing that the Xbox One S is better than the Xbox One is the hard drive. Oh, well, yeah. The hard drive and having the eternal power thing inside the box. Well, I meant the hard drive that can get into it a lot easier. Oh, they can? Uh, I saw the videos. You literally pop the cover off, the two covers, the top and bottom, and that the hard drive's there. But can you replace the internal hard drive, though? That's the... Uh, you have to, they haven't done it yet, you have to do some, like, hacking, like, the firmware on the drive, but considering how an arduous task that was for the original Xbox One, like, it's a step up, to say the least. It's just still weird to me that they won't allow you to just exchange your internal hard drive out, and that it's not this big old ordeal, I mean, Sony does it with no problem. But They've been like that since the original Xbox, though. Microsoft likes to have control. That's the, that's the issue. That's why they were browbeating people to upgrade to Windows 10. <laughs> yep. Because uh, they want you to be on whatever they want you to be on. So, eh, I guess it shouldn't surprise me. But, I mean, I guess there are advantages to having an Xbox One S if you don't have an Xbox One and you don't want to wait for the Scorpio or you're not going to have a 4K TV. So... Go out there and get... I think there's only, like, three HDTVs, though, that have, like, the HDR whatever thing. Yeah, that's the thing, is almost no TV can handle this right now, or what people have. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if in a year that's going to be any different. Maybe. I mean, but, I mean, unless it gets cheaper, or at least on par with prices now, I doubt it. Yeah, because they're still, like, $2,000, right? I mean, they're a little cheaper, but... They're still up there. I mean, they're some more expensive than, you know, a reg- like just a LCD or anything like that. The PlayStation VR is going to require 60 square feet to play, which is nine, almost 10 feet by 6 feet. Uh, doesn't seem I don't have that, do you? Large. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> it's better than the Vive, though. I mean... Oh, the Vive needs, what, like your whole room? I think it's like 15 by 15. Jeez. I want to know what the Kinect needed, because I remember the first Kinect that was like terrible, how much space you needed for that. 
Well, the connect was like put up your coffee table and you know do all this other crap, and that's why people have bought released like those lens magnifiers so they could like zoom in the ma- like the connect sensor better. Yeah, I mean to be fair, the second one was much more nicer about understanding that most people don't have huge large spaces to play something like that. So. Yeah. Like they they have this like vision that people have like thirty feet by thirty feet rooms or something and no. <laughs> no. And they want you to be seated during this too, so Make sure you have a big couch. Well, if that's the case, why do you need so much room? I mean, it's not going to have to move around. Well, there are games that are going to make you move around, apparently, but, you know, they suggest that you sit down, so. Which, okay, that sort of kills part of the VR thing for me, but. I mean, like, every time I see somebody testing it, they're always standing, so. Why would you want somebody sitting down? I want to be laying down in a sensory deprivation tank. (laughs) (laughs) You should do that. (laughs) I want to see you, uh, video footage of you (laughs) doing the VR while you're laying on the bed playing the... Uh, so September 6th, there will be not just Just Dance, but now Just Sing. Are you ready to get on your microphone and... Belt out uh, all about that vase and uh, that you can't fill your face. And let's I'm see, good. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> like karaoke. <laughs> yeah, basically Ubisoft is making their own karaoke. Uh, so the only, kar- the only karaoke games that have been successful has been SingStar. Yeah, SingStar. I mean, I think the first karaoke revolution was okay. Um, then, you know, Rock Band and all that stuff came out, so it kind yeah, of killed that, the... that's not like a... I mean, it's a feature, but not, like, the biggest one, or it's not even, like, you know... I mean, it's kind of an afterthought, it seems like, to me. Right. Uh, I mean, it's cool that you can use your phone as the microphone, so you don't have to buy microphones for your system if you don't have any. Yeah. So, that's good, but... I mean, Ubisoft, again, just trying to take advantage of people. They know a lot of people buy Just Dance. They know a lot of people like karaoke, so why not? And hopefully this uh, sells well for them. I'm I'm all into the party game thing. Yeah. I'm not, since I have no party. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, just it's always something, like, fun to just, hey, you want to kill an hour? Here you go. Uh, that Ghostbusters game was so bad. I'm just kidding. The Fire Force... Fire Force... can't tell. Fire Force Studios is having to file bankruptcy. Yeah, they filed uh, bankruptcy like three days after, though. <laughs> yeah, they apparently had two other games they were making, and they owe like $11 million to one of those uh, companies they were making a game for. Ouch. Uh... This also has something to do with 38 Studios because they had licensed uh, Helios from 30, uh, 38 Studios like social media thing for almost $4 million and they didn't do anything with it. So now a lawyer is suing. Ouch. 
Well, hey, Rhode Island, Rhode Island can get some of their money back. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they're not going to do any criminal charges on Kurt Schilling or anybody else at 38 Studios for the Kingdoms of Avalor. Still makes me sad we didn't ever get another Kingdoms of Avalor. That game was actually good. I had issues with it, but it was still an okay game. <laughs> like, I'm not... Like, it's sad that we're not going to get, like, an improved version, let's say that. What did you not... Uh, what did you have issues with? Uh, too many quests that were pointless. That I agree with, yes. There was a lot of just pointless quests. Like, cookie cut, yeah, cookie-cutter quests. And then the gear system felt, like, really odd. <laughs> because you could break the game if we just put, like, health regeneration on everything. Yeah, I never really got that far to get health regeneration and everything, but I do remember that. Like, it just kind of makes it almost pointless to have any cure items because at one point your health is just going to regenerate anyway. But, I mean, isn't an MMO, you have health, your health sort of regenerates anyway when you're not battling? Yeah, but this is when you're battling. <laughs> oh, well, with, yeah. Okay. That's an issue. Yeah, and then they try to make the MMO, and, of course, at that point... That wasn't happening. Yeah. So are you excited for some 16-bit Lion King, Aladdin, and Jungle Book on GOG? I mean, those are the games everybody's been clamoring to play at this point. So. Well, that's the Genesis versions, and that's the right version of Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, I just remember dying all the time in Lion King. There's a point where I could not get past a certain level. But uh, that's my experience with those games, honestly. They were hard. Like, a lot of SNES games back in the day, or Genesis games, were just hard fuckers. <laughs> that is uh, the cold hard truth right there. They were like, you look, you look back at this with nostalgia now, but even now, it's kind of challenging. Yeah, I mean, you go in there and you go, oh man, I'm a much better gamer, I'll know how to get this. Nope, this is still hard. This still sucks. When uh, Virgin Interactive was making games. Yeah. Uh, happening here. Uh, I'll get. I'll do the Pokemon stuff last because you don't care. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, so this MTV decides to make an MTV. We've had a VH1 classic channel for like ever. But now we have an MTV classic channel with all the shows you remember from... Back in the like Daria and uh, the the old Real Worlds and Singled Out and Beavis and Butthead. I mean, I know Gary will go nuts for Beavis and Butthead being on TV again. Uh, I could just send it all to him. I have it on my computer. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I mean, I'm sure this is going to be on like the max package. Like you have to have, you know. Uh, one of the higher packages to probably get this anyway, but sort of interested, not interested. If it had Loveline, I'd be more interested. Um, I mean, that's kind of the thing for me, but because I already have Daria on DVD and I have Beavis and Butthead on my computer, so it's kind of moot. <laughs> the only thing I would probably care to watch is the Max, the, the animated show. Uh, and Flux also, but that's also on DVD, so... Oh, that's going to be on there, too? Uh, no, but eventually it will be, because... 
they gotta they gotta fill it up, fill it up with something. You just can't have twelve hours of Daria every day. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I guess they won't care so much what's on it. So who knows uh, how long it takes? I mean, I'm sure they'll try to get as much stuff as they can, just to have variety. But I mean, Beavis and Bed always uh, something great to watch when you have time to kill. So never gonna complain for that being on. Ah, uh, so ABC is talking to Lucasfilm about possibly having a Star Wars TV show. No word on if it's going to be live action or or not, but probably live action is what they're trying to go for. I'm just thinking about budget. Like, how can you do Star Wars with... Have a lot know, of CGI green screen? I guess, but... It works so well for the prequels. Yeah, that's exactly why people really, I mean, part of the reason why people didn't care for the prequels is just, it didn't feel like real. The other, yeah, <laughs> it didn't feel real. Just, uh, you know. I mean, uh, it may is work. Is there anything you would like to see them sort of cover on something like that? Uh, oh, what's his name? The Adventures of Stinky, the, the Wookiee from... The Christmas special. <laughs> they could tell you more about Qui-Gon Jinn, I guess. Or... No, they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they could have a... Uh... Why can't I think of his name here now? They could have him come back as the, the actor. I guess, uh, you know... Liam about... Neeson? <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson come back and, and do that. Uh... It's too bad B. Arthur's dead because they could get her back in this thing. Yeah, it could have a uh, tell you the big story about Darth Maul. I guess I don't... he had a story. <laughs> so I mean, didn't they have books about Darth Maul? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> uh, you know it. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna hate it. I'm sure I will watch it. It's like I mean, to me, it's sort of, I guess like Agents of Shield. I mean, it it can only be not worse than that. So. No, it can get far. It could get probably get worse. You think they could, so? They could get worse actors than Agents of Shield. If that's, that's they, true. they could find a way somehow. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not like it's not just rushing in my head right now what I would want to see out of a Star Wars film, but or Star Wars uh, TV show. Let Let me guess. It'll be between episodes three and four. Like every other goddamn Star Wars thing. <laughs> yeah, they're certainly not going to make it between like seven and eight because they already have stuff for that. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna. I, I guess once you find out more stuff, if this even comes to fruition, it would be interesting. But I mean, I don't blame Disney and all of them for trying to. I I think it would maybe work better as a Netflix series, maybe than just. Have it on TV? Yeah, probably. Season 8 of Game of Thrones is officially going to be the last one. They had talked about for a while that maybe they would take it to season 10, but they are honoring the executive producer's wishes of making season 8 the last one, and season 7 is only going to have 7 episodes. So, Sure. I mean, why not? I mean, 
I'm sure HBO wants it to last forever, but at a certain point, you just got to end it. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather them end it with a clear ending, and I mean, who knows if George R. R. Martin ever writes those books? Oh, yeah, doubt it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'd rather them end it when they still care about it, and when it actually has a direction instead of. Oh, we had this thing go 12 seasons, and we're having to pad it out with bullshit. Yeah. You know? I I'd, I would hope people do that more often now. Just end a series. It doesn't have to go on until it sucks so bad in the ratings they have to kill it. Just, uh, Especially something like HBO, where they have such command of what they want to do with that stuff. I'm... Uh, I actually been checking out the the Baller show with the Rock. It's actually pretty good. If you've never watched it, I mean, you I know about it, on. but no, no real interest in it. I mean, you still have to care about football, which that, that's where I drop off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's it's pretty good as a as a comedy and everything too. Uh, speaking of HBO again, John Stewart is going to make an animated news parody show as his first show with HBO, which. Uh, supposedly will allow him to make comments in real time. I thought animation takes longer. I mean, look at South Park. That takes like a a few days. Yeah, I guess it depends on what animation they're going to use. They want it up and running by September, October, which would make sense because before the election, or... I mean, I'm all for Jon Stewart doing stuff, so I'm never going to say no. Yeah, should should be okay. And I don't know if you ever watched this. I watched the first season. I sort of liked the first season. I never watched the second season or anything, but Powers, canceled by Sony. Yeah, I never watched it. I know it's it got, like, decent reviews, but you're, like, the, literally the first person I've talked to that said they've watched it. Like, it, it's got, it had no buzz whatsoever. And yeah, they tried to create buzz for that thing, and it just felt like it never... It might have been because it was only on PlayStation Network, not on Netflix or something. Right. And also, wasn't it like they released it like every week? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't yeah. like a Netflix show. So, yeah, that's probably another pro- problem. It's like, let's release them all. Like, who gives a fuck about your schedule? <laughs> right. It was like they were trying to really make it this TV show. Yeah. It's like, don't don't try to pretend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially, and this has happened, and this happened after... Microsoft had already killed their TV thing. Yeah, this so is like, like this is yeah, Sony's like one chance, and it kind of fizzled out. Exactly. I mean, because I I sort of liked what they were doing on the show and everything. Just as it went on, I I just it sort of I didn't care. Yeah, it had a good first like set of episodes, and then like that back half of the season, I just it started I I lost interest. But. You know, and the comic is going to continue for a little bit, it seems. So that's, I guess, good for for Michael Bendis. But, you know, if you're a big fan of Powers for some reason and are upset about losing the show, well, sorry. Go watch one of the other billion super superhero yeah, shows on TV. exactly. You know, CW has like four of them. You know, what's that? Uh, Sword Art Online is getting a live-action TV series. This does not surprise me. Like, everything Sword Art Online is getting made at this point. Um, it's like the most overdone uh, anime, basically. 
other than Attack on Titan. Uh, you really can't mess that up. If you somehow mess up that anime, I lose all faith in them ever trying to do anime on live action again. But, you know. I mean, they've messed up Dragon Ball Z and everything else, so it yep. would not be surprising. We already talked about Jake Gyllenhaal being the lead in the division. Now Jessica Chastain is going to join him as the other lead. Uh, two people that I'm not that enamored with, but they are obviously very good actors. So I mean, I like him in yeah. certain things. Uh, I don't think this movie will do well, let's say that, because there's not that much story in the game. <laughs> Well, to them, they're like, oh my god, there's like a zillion stories of loss and no. whatever going on. Uh, like I said, I want Jake Gyllenhaal to be in a Rayman, game, Rayman movie, though. <laughs> a live-action Rayman? Yep, yep. Wait, how would you, how would you do live-action Rayman? They'll figure out a way. They'll cover his arms and legs with uh, blue tarp to CGI him out, and then that'll, that'll be it. <laughs> okay. What, is he just going to climb on stuff all day? Like, just jump on random shit? Yep. <laughs> That's the movie. Rayman doesn't talk. Two-hour two hour long movie. <laughs> It'll be an art piece. You know get, what? Get, I guess... Get Werner yeah. Herzog to, to 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 direct it. I could see Ubisoft going for that somehow. They're, they're a French company, <laughs> or yeah. I could see them going. All right, hey, let's make this art piece. You know, um, I think three Disgaea games and Child of Light games that I already own are all coming to PS Now. So yeah, if you're still doing PS Now. I guess that's the thing. Uh, they did reveal, and yeah, Nintendo revealed a lot of uh, new stuff that's going to be in Sun and Moon. Um, the this is where uh, Mark is wants to kill me with a pitchfork. Uh, <laughs> there is no gems anymore in Pokemon. There is now like three different things you have to do. There's a trial captain you have to beat. Then you beat this totem Pokemon. That will also call other Pokemon into the battle. And then you beat one of the Kahunas. To finally get out of one of the islands. So instead of it being a one person you beat, you beat three. Okay. So, okay. I guess add length there. Uh, there are now regional variants. Depending on the island that you go to. Uh, the... Original 150, I don't think all of them, but a lot of them are going to have uh, alternate forms. I think they, they call them some kind of like island forms or something like that. Like literally, you have five Pokemon, or four Pokemon that are like, they go from being whatever their normal type is to like ice and something. So like you have Volpix, it's like a fire Pokemon, so it's now an ice Pokemon, and... Like, Sandshrew goes from being ground to, like, ice and steel. So, that's cool. And then, like, the Executor thing turns into, like, a Giraffe Executor. So, you know. 
Uh, I'm sure that that will really go crazy for some of the, some people. Uh, there's something called Z moves now, which you have to have a Z ring and a Z crystal for that type. And they're supposed to be like all over the islands or whatever. And there's a basically a huge special move you can use for every type in the game. It's going to be the same thing for every Pokemon, so it doesn't matter. Like, if Pikachu's not going to have a separate one, then, uh, I don't know what the next, uh, then Raichu or then Dene, they're going to have just, they're all going to have Gigavolt Havoc. Same thing with, like, all the types are going to have the same thing, they just, and you can only use it once per battle, so, I guess it's like your super special attack you can use. I guess better than the Mega Evolution forms. So, sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> there's a Pokemon. There's a Ride Pokemon that you can use now. Um, there is Hyper Training that allows you to basically do whatever you want with the Pokemon. Instead of like there used to be these individual values that you could never uh, take away from the Pokemon. Now you can actually train those as well. So Mr. Mind can be the strongest Pokemon ever? <laughs> yeah, I guess technically you could do that, right? You could, uh... Well, I have a goal now. <laughs> Mr. Mime, the uh, strongest Pokemon ever. Uh, you now... The, the global link is going to close down for the older games uh, in October. So you... Basically, Nintendo's forcing you to get uh, Sun and Moon if you want to keep playing competitively. So, you're screwed if you thought you didn't have to buy this game. Uh, the thing I do like is the UI changes a little bit in the battle screen. Instead of having all the stuff towards the bottom, they all line up all the moves, and they tell you if they're super effective, effective, or whatever against a certain Pokemon. So, that's cool. You don't have to waste your time figuring that out. That's uh, That's a good thing. I mean, it's all sort of... You know, it's nothing like game changing. It doesn't seem like, but it's there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and No Man's Sky comes out next week. I know you're. Are you I mean, I can't. On... I can't afford it, but yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see the reviews. <laughs> yeah, I've already heard the whole. It's not going to light the world on fire thing. So, you know, temper expectations, people. And of course, wasn't there a leak? The yeah, someone movie. leaked, like, a guy who bought an early copy and beat it in, like, 30 hours got by doing this a repetitive task over and over. Yeah. So, that sounds fun. All right, well, uh, yeah, and then the Hearthstone Adventure One Night Karzan comes out as well. So, you Hearthstone people, uh, I'm sure you'll be excited. But, uh, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, what was your top eight? Uh, top eight gaming mistakes. Uh, and next week I think is top eight worst people in gaming. That should be fun. We'll see. Is, that, is Jack Trenton still in that or? No, I think he's out of gaming too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got disbarred, so I'm sure that guy. Oh, you, mean, you mean Jack Thompson? Yeah, Jack. I'm sorry, Jack Thompson. Uh. I remember we had a couple of riders get into scuffles with them. It was funny. Fun. Uh, so, 
Yeah, the top five last week was top games uh, from 1980 to 1984. Uh, most of the comments were about the picture that was of the Mike Tyson that came out after 1984. So, which you have you. no control over. <laughs> yeah, which I don't have control over, which we've said many times, which makes me laugh. But people still comment about it. Uh, and the top five procedural, gen- procedurally generated games is uh, the top five for this week. And yeah, uh, four PC questions are out. Those should be either tonight or tomorrow, depending on if everybody gets me the answers or not. And yeah, so that'll do it for this week. Enjoy your games, everyone. And we'll see you later. Later.